Hi there, this is the Reverend Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire, and this is Love to Tell the Story. Part of my own ministry over the years has involved bringing my guitar into places like nursing homes, schools, and the like, to do some singing, sometimes songs of faith, but just as often some old-time sing-along tunes, kid songs, and that which my daughter, when she was young, used to refer to as jugman music. I've always had a lot of fun doing this. I guess it's the ham in me coming out. But moreover, I've always kind of felt like the music and most especially the fellowship in which it is shared, has served as a wonderful way of communicating God's love. Sometimes, however, that love gets communicated to me in strange and unique ways. For instance, one afternoon several years back, I was singing in the activity room of of a nearby assisted living facility, and as I was warbling out some song or another, I started to take particular notice of a sweet elderly lady who was sitting in a wheelchair right in front of me. Now, the reason I noticed her is that as I was singing, she kept looking as though she was about to say something, but then stopped herself. Actually, what would happen is that she would pick herself up slightly, lift her head, and breathe in deeply as though she were about to cry out to someone. But then, every time, her eyes would turn downward, pausing for a moment to gaze at something she was holding there in her lap. And then she would heave a sigh before settling back down in her chair. Over and over again this happened, throughout all the time I was singing. She'd look up, get ready to speak, look down at whatever was there in her lap, and then, with that heavy sigh, settle right down again. Well, after my program, I went over to greet this woman and extended my hand to her, which she took with a warm smile. But I've got to admit that curiosity had gotten the best of me, because I had to look down to see what it was in her lap that she kept looking at. It was actually one of those erasable message boards, on which were written the words, Don't talk. The minister is singing. It turns out that the lady was so hard of hearing, she was in the habit of speaking very loudly when she spoke, and especially when other people were speaking. Apparently her voice had become a real distraction to others, So one of the nurses wrote the sign to remind her not to start shouting while I was singing. I don't know what she wanted that afternoon, but God bless her, the sign reminded her every time to remain silent. I think about that a lot, for it reminds me that from time to time we all need some kind of sign to remind us and calm us. There are indeed times when when we feel the urge to cry out for the sheer weight of the burdens we are carrying in this life. I'm guessing, in fact, that each one of us could name a time in our lives when grief and despair, anger or bitterness threaten to envelop us, maybe even turn us away from faith. Maybe as you're listening to this podcast right now, you're in the midst of such a moment. Perhaps even now you're feeling these cries of anguish bubbling up from within, your own personal psalm of lament, why, why, O Lord, have you abandoned me? We've all been there. The truth, friends, is that sometimes, a lot of times, I suspect, you and I need some kind of sign to remind us of God's presence with us. This is not without precedent. 
The people of Israel felt the need for God's presence as they cried out in the midst of their wanderings in the wilderness. And scripture records how Moses lifted up a serpent as a way to show them a sign of God's presence and providence. In much the same way, you and I are also given a sign, but our sign comes to us in the Christ. As Jesus said to Nicodemus in the third chapter of John, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. It's a wondrous, truly inexplicable, and ultimately an infinitely joyous gift of grace from the God who has loved us from everlasting to everlasting. This incredible blessing that no matter the sorrow or pain we're facing, whatever our sin or wanderlust, and despite the multitudes of distractions and roadblocks that we encounter along life's journey, we can always look in one place to know that God has not abandoned us, but is with us still, with mercy and forgiveness, strength and courage, hope and joy, and the peace that the world can neither give nor take away. It's a sign, a sign for all of us to see, and that sign is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ crucified and risen. Jesus Christ, who died on the cross and yet is alive again. Jesus Christ, who sends light into our darkness and brings us from death to life. Therefore, we can be calm. We are able simply to heave a sigh and know that our help will come. For we too hold a sign in our laps, and that sign says, God loves you, for God so loved the world. It's a sign of light and life, and it belongs to you and me if we will only heed it as our own. And that's it for another episode of Love to Tell the Story. I'm Michael Lowry, and I thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless you with a great day. Talk to you soon.